I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Um, Shall I go? Whenever you're ready. It's Failing Meta, the world's number one podcast, according to some metrics. Those metrics will not be revealed. Uh, I'm Johnny Pelham. My co-host, as ever, is the wonderful Mr. Sean McLaughlin. Hello, Mr. Sean McLaughlin. Hey, how's it going? What a lovely intro. And it is, it is true. The data analysis uh, has come back. It's, it's conclusive. We're the number one podcast in the world. According to some analytics. No, we cannot stress the analytics. Uh, so... How do you feel about being the number one podcast in the world? Is that making you feel happy in your innards? In my right, right in my innards, right, right there, right in your, there in, in the old gizzard. In the old gizzard, you're feeling joy and happiness and contentment at our success. Well, we were just having a conversation about a winning mentality and whether we have one. And the fact that we're the number one podcast in the world mm. means that we must have a winning mentality. Get your medals on the table, bitch! We'll yell <laughs> at someone. <laughs> We'll yell at fucking Stuart yeah. Downing. Stuart Downing. <laughs> Get, Get your medals. Med- That's what this episode should be called. We should. We wh- what medals can you win for podcasting, and how can we win them? I suppose that's a good little challenge for us. I think there are a lot of competitions which objectively measure how much how much people like things and how many votes you get. I don't think we should follow any of that bullshit, and I think we should say. Uh, I think ultimately we bring the most joy to people. Can you measure joy? No. No, but I would wager that we bring more joy to more people than any other podcast on earth. Yeah, we. Sorry, bring... I did struggle to keep a straight face as I said that. We bring but more I believe joy that. to people than the NHS. <laughs> That's what I believe. They say laughter is the greatest medicine. Well, let me tell you, this country is cured. I say I, I agree with you. <laughs> I agree with you. And I'd go a step further. If Labour really want to win this election, <laughs> they need to announce a bold policy of dismantling the NHS and putting all that money into this podcast. Because that that would extend the life of every Briton, by in my opinion, by our metrics, we predict thirty to forty years. Yeah, and those aren't anyone's metrics; those are our metrics. <laughs> <laughs> we we came up with those metrics, so you know that it's true. Exactly. If you can't, if you can trust anyone, you can trust failing better. So, if your granddad has diabetes, if your mum suffers from kidney failure. Get them off the medicine and get them 
onto this podcast. Get them into our Patreon. It yeah. is <laughs> patreon.com slash failing better. You will get a whole new episode every week, plus all the historic ones. It's like 50 hours of content. And we will cure your disease. We will cure any ailment. <laughs> Look, terms and conditions apply. There is some small print. Don't read that. Whatever there you is do. small print. But if you are struggling with anything from asthma to bone loss, we will cure you. You've lost your elbow, have you? Grow it back with our patron. Grow it back with us. We'll send you an ointment. <laughs> we'll send you an ointment. It costs a bit of money, the ointment. Obviously, we, the ointment, love... you'll have to pay, you'll have to pay postage and packaging yeah. on, on the ointment. And also, you have to pay the RRP because in the ideal world, we'd you love have to, to be... buy the ointment. But we'll tell you which ointment to buy. Yeah, yeah, we'd love to be able to offer it for free, but unfortunately, we're not in a financial position to do that. Due Big to farmer. Labour's cowardly, cowardly policy of not scrapping the NHS and giving us all of their money. That's... If, <laughs> if, imagine if that. Imagine if the Labour Party. I mean, they're what? They're what, 20 points ahead in the polls? Yeah. And imagine if the night before the election, Keir Starmer goes, we've got a new policy. Um, <laughs> good Starmer. Are, good it's Starmer. It's actually pretty good. We've got a new policy. We're going to get rid of the National Health Service. Failing better receives all the money from national insurance contributions. And, and the I, they go, we are we are getting rid of Trident. We're putting it into failing better. Honestly, I think that would, that would get him at least two votes. <laughs> I think, but he's, he's, he's won one vote there's one guy he's not won over and that's Sean McLaughlin but oh, he's, no. he's only gone and got it we need the if swing voters if I get any political canvases knocking on my door I'm going to sincerely suggest <laughs> and I'm going to make sure that I record it so I can put it on as a Patreon episode yeah. I'm going to go look all this money goes into health service. Why isn't it going into my podcast? Yeah. <laughs> Just see what? how they react. <laughs> they, how, do, how, how does a political campaigner react to someone sincerely asking that question? Because you've got, you, you'd really see them how corruptible they are. Because if they looked you dead in the eye and said, for your vote, I'm willing to send money to your podcast, then you know they are shrilled. But you ultimately, think Keir Starmer doesn't even, isn't even on our Patreon. How can I trust that he has my interest in heart, at heart? Look, Keir Starmer is a fucking wanker, but I'm willing to change that view almost entirely if he just becomes a patron of our podcast for £3 a month. Look, I would never vote Conservative because of how I was raised, and I still have those beliefs. You know, if you vote that way, that's I don't care. I don't think you're a bad person, but I don't agree with you on literally any level. However... If Rishi Sunak becomes a patron of this podcast, I will vote for them for the rest of my life. Do you understand and, what I'm saying? I, and I couldn't. Uh, uh, my name's John Pelham, and I endorse that message. <laughs> Come on, Farage, get on, get on the if, phone. For, I mean, honestly, I th- I think Farage is getting to the point now where we probably could get him on. We like, probably have as many downloads re- as like GB News or whatever. We must be. I, comp- I don't think we're that far behind. Yeah, we can't be. They're they're not doing well, are they? No, when if you've got anti-establishment views and you're looking to stick it to the man, it's either GB News or Failing Better. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're the most anti-establishment podcast out there. I think we we, are too. we say the things that you're too scared to even think, let yeah, alone yeah. speak. Yeah, that you're too. Because in uh, your darkest fears, you worry that you're us. <laughs> But we we are, are us. We are the mirror that looks into your soul and makes you go, God, at least I'm not them. <laughs> like, like, fuck, I'm not on failing better. Look, give us a five-star review and we'll leave you alone. Um, Johnny, how are you feeling on this fine day? Summer summer is here in the UK. 
Some people Finally. are calling it. Some people are calling it the summer of failing better. I don't know who those people are, but some people are calling it that. Well, some people are calling it the summer of love slash failing better, which mm-hmm. I think sounds pretty sexy to me. It's going to be a sexy summer for us and all of our fans. I'm I'm up for a hot girl summer. Is that what they call it? Hot girl summer. Hot, I think it was hot guy summer, wasn't it? I think hot maybe it cat. goes back. I think it, it's like the it's like the Chinese years. I think this is the year of hot girl summer. Last year was year of hot guy summer. Yeah, and next year is the year of the dragon. Next <laughs> year, hot dragons. Hot, hot dragon. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that, yeah. God, they're going to give the Welsh flag a quiff. (laughs) (laughs) That's my idea of a hot, hot hairdo, a quiff. (laughs) You've been watching Greece recently. Um, I'm doing well. Summer is here, and uh, it it is lovely being in the sun. I feel like a lot like a plant. When it's sunny, I just feel really happy. (laughs) Mm, Interesting. Interesting viewpoint, that. I think maybe all life responds to sunlight. Really? Not just plants. Maybe that's why we have life on this earth. (laughs) Because of the sun. Fuck me, what a shit episode. (laughs) Um, (laughs) We are going to get a guest for next Friday because we can't be doing three episodes in the same morning again. It's too many. We've been talking like an hour and 20 minutes. It's got delusional. We've got nothing to say. Uh, I know what you mean, though. There's something about going outside and it not hurting that is just so lovely. I went to a kite festival yesterday. (laughs) Like, I'm not. I'm not doing that in the winter. I went to a kite festival. What was that like? That I, I that was unexpected. I wasn't expecting you to say you've been to a kite festival, but I absolutely loved it. Went to why, a kite festival. Why didn't you go to a kite festival? Because it was there. It was around the corner from my house. <laughs> what else am I doing on a Sunday? And it was a sunny it... day, and I was invited by a friend. Good uh, friend. Keep him close. <laughs> you know, you don't want to miss out on other VIP events. <laughs> yeah. yeah. God, my social standing has gone down significantly in the last seven days. Hank from Matt Damon to Hey, you want to go to a kite festival, mate? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do, Ben. Um, Fucking Ben. I, I went, uh, yeah. got, well, there's no way around it, pretty drunk. Well, legend. Yeah. I, I basically, I'm really, um, I, I, my, I flew back from LA on Friday afternoon. On a kite, here. I'm presuming? On you know, on a full blown <laughs> kite. They set up a festival around me. <laughs> Um, and I got recognised at the kite festival. That was quite an exciting moment. Oh my god! Was yes. it? Your appearance on Crime Watch, Johnny, <laughs> Johnny Pelham. Oh, you I'm are sorry. you are the living end. Can I say that? Your you wit, your wit, your wit cuts through Britain's society. You're like you're a veritable Ian Hislop. Oscar Wilde, go fuck yourself. There's another wild man in town. And his name is Johnny Power. <laughs> and he's not dead of dysentery yet. <laughs> yet. My future, my past, Oscar Wilde. <laughs> um, no, I did get recognised. It was uh, quite an honour. Uh, an I... honour? <laughs> quite an honour. A couple... <laughs> it was by the Queen. <laughs> the Queen came back to life and... Uh... No, it was by a couple who came up to me and went, oh, we saw you a few weeks ago. I went, oh, that's nice. And they went, yeah, it was at a gig in Clapham. You kept getting heckled. And I was like, why are you mentioning this? <laughs> why are you gig? mentioning this? And they went, do you remember that? Do you remember? And I had to be like, oh, yeah, that was memorable because I couldn't say the truth, which is my gigs are uniformly so bad <laughs> that you're going to have to be way more specific. I did a gig that went well. And then uh, it was at McConnell Festival, actually. Uh, for And someone came up to me and went, for who? Oh, for who? From the listeners who uh, know of that festival. 
Funny. <laughs> always, always good to make that caveat. We're going to just say things for people that know about the things we're talking about. No, but I guess we did a Mac Festival special, so if you want to hear about the festival, you can go back and listen to that. This one. is true. So that's why I referenced it, actually. Anyway, the gig went all right, and then a woman came up to me and said, I really enjoyed that. My favourite bits were the bits where you talked to the audience. And I just thought, fuck you. I spent ages I writing these that. jokes. I, I hate that. It's the worst I thing you can say to a comic, that. isn't it? Yeah. Imagine going up to the guy who wrote Where's Wally and saying, I loved it. I particularly loved the descriptions of the pictures. <laughs> you go, what? The pictures are the whole... Th- the pictures are what I work on. Yeah. So look, if you if you are in the vicinity of the, of the Where's Wally uh, writer, please don't go say that to him. He'd be furious. <laughs> Although I imagine quite difficult to find the writer of Where's Wally. <laughs> yeah. You'd have to piece it together. Oh, he's dropped his binoculars again. <laughs> Why is he always in such a big crowd? <laughs> I feel like the guy that pitched Where's Wally, if you're a North American listener, by the way, I believe it's called Where's Waldo over there. Because they're fucking weird. Because you're fucking weird. It's probably a gun reference or something. <laughs> um, and... I, I, let's put it this way. If I pitched Where's Wally... Yeah. Which, uh, would... let, let me put this. This is what we should pitch. They, would, they would not pick it up as a book. Oh. They wouldn't pick it up if I as pitched it. As a film, them. though? As a light-hearted TV series? Well, no, I mean, they, were, they were huge books and they made a TV show of it. They were huge books. Iconic books, almost. But yeah. it's a tough sell, that. That guy must have really known what he was doing. Because I would, if I'd have got in there, I'd go, yeah, I want to make a big book. It's like, you basically, you're looking for a guy. He's called Wally. But the key thing is, you can't find him. But you have to look for him. And they'd be is like, it... what? Well, yeah, that's the idea. Bye. I'd, I, I'd love that. I'd, I'd buy that. If, if Where's Wally didn't exist and you pitched that to me, I'd, I'd see dollar bills in my eyes. <laughs> Good. Good sentence there, Johnny. Thank really you. Good. Beginning, no. middle and end. Good sentence. Is there a Where's Wally film then or TV series? There was a TV series. I remember that. Well, I don't understand what would happen it because the basic uh, premise of it is that the protagonist is very difficult to find. And if I know anything about writing sitcoms, which I don't, <laughs> is that you need your protagonist to be central to the plot and to create tension and things like that. Brad Boys, available on YouTube. YouTube. People are already saying it is not good. <laughs> As of 2007, more than 73 million books of Where's Wally... And his regional names have been sold. What are his regional names? This is great. What's he called in, like, Pakistan? (laughs) God. (laughs) Well, I could probably find out, actually. Where's Wasim? Where's Wasim? Where's Wally in Pakistan? It's got to be Where's Wasim. Come on. Um, I think it's just called Where's Wally in Pakistan. (laughs) It's called Where's Wally and he's in Pakistan. Yeah. Yes, Where's said, Wally yeah. in Pakistan? I don't, I don't think there's literally versions for every market. <laughs> He's in Karachi. I find this very interesting. He was never. They've never made a film. They of announced. They can, they've though. announced films. They've announced films in March 2016. Seth Rogen was in talks to produce a film and to play Wally. If I remember correctly, there was a Where's Wally. The TV show, like a kid's cartoon. And I remember watching it and the way they made... It was like he goes on adventures with his... Because he's what, a wizard with him and a dog. Yeah, yeah. It's like, but it's then like they would stop. Like they would my do entourage. Like, they would, yeah. It was, it was basically succession, but <laughs> but even better, if you can imagine it. But they um, they would just do a stop screen at one point and you had to find Wally. 
just but that's the not a movie. Episodes. Like you couldn't go to the cinema and that and just have loads of people looking for what it'd be shit. I go top I'm, right, you go top right. Yeah, I'm glad it never made it in, as a movie or film. I, I feel like it's not. It it's does not... feel like it feels like maybe we do a podcast of it. Should we do Where's Wally podcast? Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> that would be good, because then you, we just talk about the plot, and then we go, okay, here's the picture. Now you have to guess where Wally is. Uh, we'll just describe it for you. You've got a knight in shining armour, a dragon, Wally. You've got another <laughs> knight. You've got another knight. Any sign? Another knight. Yeah, I think this is. I mean, this, this could be our new podcast. Goes, where the fuck is Wally? <laughs> where, where the where, fuck is this Wally? Where the fuck's he gone again? Again? You're kidding me, Wally. That actually would be a really good pod. We'll do a Where's Wally podcast. Yeah, I don't. I think honestly, and I'm speaking to this you as a business partner and a friend. I don't think it'd have many legs. <laughs> well, it only needs two. That's Hello, that's all humans need, baby. Uh, anyone listening to this with less than two legs, please keep listening to the podcast. Oh please. no, yeah, of course. You don't need two legs, but if you've got more than two, <laughs> go to a doctor <laughs> or a vet. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if just at that moment there's been a dog listening to this podcast. <laughs> I mean, it's an, an existential crisis. I, ge- I genuinely think it doesn't. It wouldn't surprise me if, like, whenever our listeners go up, I always think I bet people are just putting it on for their pets. I love, <laughs> like people's I, pa- like there's parrots listening. There's parrots listening. And there's across across the world. There's just parrots going, "Shut the fuck up, Johnny! Shut the fuck up, Johnny!" <laughs> I, yeah, I put failing better on for your, for old um for Polly. He's a potty mouth now and he hates Johnny's. He hates Johnny's. He only has unprotected sex. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell. Greatest podcast in the world. I do think the Friday episodes are... I don't think they're better, but they're definitely more... They're more reflective of what this is. The Tuesday episodes we do first. We do the Patreon episode. People who've just started listening, or people who've been listening forever, we do the Patreon episode first, so it's usually very crisp, very good. The Tuesday episode is usually the sweet spot, where we're sort of... We have topics that we want to talk about, but they're still a bit on the rails, but we're starting to go mad. (laughs) By this point, Friday, we have genuinely lost all all footing within the, the, the realm of the world. Because the thing is, me like me and Sean wouldn't just get together and just talk for two hours without anything to distract us all out. There's no stimulus. Yeah, so there's no literally... bar. There's no. There's no. It's literally we're just sat here. Yeah, looking I'm just at looking at his face, thinking like, "Fucking god, I've got to try and say something funny about where's Wally now for the next five so minutes." Oh shit! What are we supposed to do? I think we do very well for how little we have. Genuinely, for people who are not funny, we actually do have quite a funny podcast. I think so too. No, I, I think you're right. I think we have to get we have to I think we should lose the idea that we're a comedy podcast. <laughs> and then I think it is quite amusing. <laughs> but that mean, but in my head the natural progression then is gain the idea that we're a Where's Wally podcast. But you're saying we go down another road. <laughs> well, I mean I, uh, what, I guess we could do it on like a we could do we could do a Where's Wally podcast and frame it as like a murder mystery. Like we try to find Wally is Who he murdered dead? Wally? Yeah. Is it the wizard? Is it this dog? Is it his binoculars? What are the um what are the the books in the Where's Wally? What's the most recent Where's Wally book? It was released yeah. in 2009. Where's Wally? The Incredible Paper Chase. What? That doesn't sound good. It sounds shit. That Is it, has Paper Chase gone out of business as a company? <laughs> I don't know if it was a tie-in with Paper Chase. <laughs> what, you we mean the, should... the, the stationery and yeah, card yeah, shop? Yeah. Like, we should <laughs> Uh, they sponsored a Where's Wally book about how brilliant Paper Chase is. 
<laughs> Where's Paper Chase? Unfortunately, you can't find it, and that's why I went out of business. Um, oh, did you like that, Johnny? That was I funny, wasn't it? Uh, well done to you. Um, yes, Paper Chase has gone out of business. I know the one in. Um, I went to the one in Victoria Station. It always I, just felt too expensive. Like, do you want to spend twelve quid for a book? And you think, no, I'll just get one for ninety nine p from like Home Bargain. Well, that's what. That's what. That's what WH Smith manage. Uh, how does WH Smith manage it? Is it just because they're too big to fail? I think they charge write, as much. Someone should write some comedy about that. Hello, hello. Uh, so we so be it. New special out next month. And, it, and, and there's quite a funny routine, and I stress the word quite uh, about uh, WH Smith. <laughs> routine is in inverted commas, <laughs> and funny is crossed out and replaced with the word shit. <laughs> there is a quite shit routine about WH Smith. In Sean McLaughlin's special, so me. The problem is, the higher I climb up in this comedy game, the less people seem to be up for my whole "I'm a terrible comedian" shtick. That is tricky. How? What are you can because your stick from as long as I've watched you, uh, it's been that you're shit at comedy and you're always on the back foot and it's not working. But when you play in the Hollywood Bowl, does mm. that throw some creative problems? Because clearly you are good and you are doing quite well. Yeah. Welcome uh, to Cum Cum Podcast. Welcome <laughs> to Cum Cum Pod. That was a uh, pun on Cum Cum Podcast, which is a podcast with Stuart Goldsmith that I am on in a few weeks' time, and he's very good. How about you don't promote other podcasts on our podcast? I'm also on... Uh, what, what's Brett Goldstein's podcast called? <laughs> You're not on that. <laughs> I am. Films I'd like to be buried with. I'm going are you on, on that? that? Yeah, maybe. Go on, then. Um, what are your films? I don't even know what the, I don't even know what the format of the podcast I could take, is. I, I, look, I don't want to drop a name, but I was hanging out with Brett in LA. Oh, from um, Ted Lasso. From Ted Lasso. Have you ever watched that? Yeah, it's really good. Is it? I've not watched it. Yeah, uh, yeah so what's the format of the podcast? Go check this podcast out, guys. I think it's meant to be quite good. What, fil- this, this podcast this... that we're currently doing? No, no, the podcast Films to be Buried With. It's really good. I've been on it twice. And what is the format? Well, you just talk about films you like. The thing is, I don't like Yeah, I know what... you don't like films. Ah. What would you? What could you talk about? What do you have enough of a breadth of, of knowledge about that you could be on their podcast? I think it would have to be Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. How many of the Shreks have you seen? I'd probably say all of them. You see the but, new Puss in Boots? I haven't. It's meant to be really good, though. It's supposed to be a fucking masterpiece. What's going on with that? It, it, just, goes to show, it just goes to show you that you never know. You never not... know when something shit might get brilliant. And at that point... I will direct you once again to our Patreon. Patreon.com slash failing better. Because this is, I think this podcast is on a steady incline to greatness. We're on, the, we're on what we call a trajectory, or I like to call it a trajectory. Tra- tra- <laughs> <laughs> so, say that, which one time for the people in the back? It's, I think even the people at the front didn't really hear it. Uh, <laughs> we're on a trajectory. Trajectory. <laughs> and I can say stuff like that because I have genuinely spent money to go to Shrek's Adventure in London and it's a lot of actors, a lot of out of work actors saying things to you like, let's go this way. It's Shrekcellent. And at one point I was like, I'm having a, this is genuinely <laughs> triggering me. <laughs> True story. I was one of those actors. <laughs> <laughs> I was Donkey. I just kept saying, I'm Donkey. <laughs> Donkey's, Donkey was played by Donkey in it. Donkey was played by Eddie Murphy in it. In, uh, it was a recording, it, it wasn't just live. <laughs> no, that was me. I was doing an accent which would now be uh, seen as problematic, but the time was okay. 
Good, 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 good. <laughs> um, genuinely, you- are you a big? Have you seen every Shrek? I don't know. I quite like it when it's on, but I've got no idea if I'm putting all of them. You've just said it's the one subject in human in the human experience <laughs> that you have more information on than anything else. Yeah, I lied. I lied for comedic effect, uh, a technique I use quite often. There's nothing. There's no films I remember though. That's my problem with films. Like I just like I could watch The Godfather now and I've no idea what happens in it, which I guess is a great strength and a great weakness. I would say I don't know how it's a great strength, but um... it means I get to consistently watch art and be surprised and amazed by how beautiful and enriching it is. But it means if I'm going on a podcast designed to talk explicitly about the films I like, I'm going to struggle. <laughs> and that is yeah, what I'm are. doing next week. So maybe I just need to watch. Maybe you can give me a list of films to watch. And I watch, watch them the all. Godfather. I watched the entire trilogy recently. The Godfather I can't trilogy. say the Godfather them because it's too obvious. What's like, right, Sean, you know a lot about. Films. Have you seen the Godfather? I've seen it loads, but I don't know what happens. I just remember the origin <laughs> scene. <laughs> well, you don't... How many times have you seen it? And how can you not know what happens? You I'm, must have I... a rough idea. What, what do you think the plot of the Godfather is? Um, there is they uh they are in, in the mafia. Yes. Yeah, and uh, the main guy dies, and his son takes over. Who's the main guy? And the, the Godfather. Oh, yeah, the Godfather. There and then he, goes. he. So you remember it a bit. Yeah, and he, and there's oranges, and he gets shot by an orange. Yeah, an orange. <laughs> yeah. An orange. I, th- I think you might be an getting orange. This- I do think you might be getting this confused with Shrek. An orange with a gun shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. They thought the imagery was too subtle. Of every time there's oranges, someone gets shot. So in the re-release, they made it so he was literally murdered by an orange. Just really, they beat you over the head with it. And then someone squashes the oranges, and it's actually an advert for orange juice. It's a Tropicana. Tropicana got involved. <laughs> They saw how well Paper Chase did with the Where's Wally books. They thought, we want a piece of this. And someone shouts, oh my God, that orange has just shot the Godfather. Let's squeeze him and make some delicious Tropicana. It's funny that, isn't it? When you know, It's funny that sometimes product placement is really jarring in a film. Yeah. But then I watched that film Air recently Yeah. about Nike. Nike yeah. and about how they got Michael Jordan. Sorry, I'm going to have to stop you one second just so I can have a del- delicious drink of this Coca-Cola. A smooth, <laughs> refreshing taste that wins all year long. <laughs> it, w- it wins all year long. <laughs> I cannot believe that the Coca-Cola company decided that that was the best tagline they could come up with. <laughs> it wins all year long. I mean, that's a good tagline. <laughs> I mean, if we go from no sponsors to Coca-Cola, we have got one fucking hell of a hell of a podcast on our hands. What they said, we just have to do a sort of product placement every week. So if we keep that going, then Coca-Cola will be... Maybe we can sponsor us. Adam and Eve it. Adam and Eve, that's a good... That's our maybe. segment that's coming up. We'll sponsor Adam and Eve, it's sponsored by... Coca-Cola. Now, last time, Adam and Eve absolutely fucked the podcast. The problem is Adam and Eve is the worst part of the podcast, but... <laughs> well, we have to do it now for 52 weeks. We'll do it for 52 weeks, because we signed a year-long contract with the Coca-Cola Corporation. <laughs> but anyway, I was talking I was talking about that film Air. Yeah. And I was... I, 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 it's a funny thing, I want to talk to you about this. You're probably not the person to talk about it, given you do, you've watched The Godfather 50 times, you don't know what it's about. But... Yeah. Product placement can be jarring, but then there are some films like Air where the entire film is effectively product placement. And actually it it sort of works because the the film is explicitly about one company. I sort of of go, oh, okay, 
I guess that this works then. I think that makes total sense though, because that's the story you're telling is is built around this product. So it's not just like inserted into a story. It's the basis yeah. of the story. So I think that makes sense. Well, I remember the, the the main thing with it was, and it is a really good film that, but they, I know that the the head of Nike is called Phil Knight. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Phil Knight. I, I thought his name was <laughs> Phil Knight. But he's, um, I think he's a real piece of shit. But I mean, they, why? they, I don't know why. I'm just looking him up. Um, I can't imagine the head of Nike's a morally sound person. Like, um, he, he feels well, like a lot of shoes are made in a lot of fucking awful conditions. Yeah. He described himself as more conservative than his own company. Um, and, and Nike aren't known as a liberal bastion. Not like it was <laughs> no, gone. I guess seen not. Nike again. I think he's just a very... I think he's not a great... But then the film depicts him as this incredible guy and like yeah. at the end at the end the only thing they said about the real guy is that he he has donated two billion dollars to charity but i think they probably count uh the republican party as a charity and also it feels like if you've got two billion pounds to give to charity you're probably a bit of a twat so i mean like wow like, i just don't i don't believe any billionaire isn't a wanker there must be one that isn't because i just if you're a billionaire and you don't give away that money Oh, George Zach's calling me. Shall I get George Zach on the phone? <laughs> Take yeah. the call. Take the call. All right. George? John? You're on the phone. You're, you're on failing. John? Uh, John? <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Fucking hell, Johnny. Come on, pick this up, mate. John, you're on the podcast with... Um... I don't want that. You don't want to be on the podcast? I mean, hi, hi Sean. Uh, How you doing, George? You were sticking it out with Johnny, but... Um, why, don't you, why don't you want to be on the podcast? You don't, do you think it would be bad for your career? No, it's just that like, um, I'm not failing. I'm like constantly fucking succeeding. I'm actually <laughs> nothing but net in my life. Nothing like, but net. With you <laughs> yeah, I've, he- I've heard they've started calling you Sir Swish. <laughs> um, all right, George. Uh, so it's been lovely chatting to you. <laughs> yeah, Johnny has literally no idea what I'm we're talking about. I'm just getting a delivery room. I want to say hi. I didn't know you're actually working. I'm we- I'm working hard or hardly working. Hello. Yeah. Uh, what delivery are you getting? Uh, I got the need to, so I got some little curry and uh, no and um, uh, Coca Cola. Coca Cola. Yeah. Did you, got, you get any cola with it? Uh, oh, is that the running joke you were telling me about? Yeah, very funny. Yeah. Um, Charlotte got uh, some Coca Cola. Oh, that's nice because this this podcast is sponsored by Coca Cola. Uh, I'll call you back, George. Just because you've you've come right. at a weird time. Okay, well, yeah, I'll tell you later. But you'll right. be you'll be tagged in this podcast. You'll be so tagged. Please, you are you are official guest. You're, you're a special fish. guest. Oh my god, you must you must be desperate if you're tagging me. We're hoping to grow in the Mediterranean market. Your name will now be carved into the pantheon of failing better. Uh, wait, I'm chasing after my delivery driver. I'll tell you later. Bye bye. Bye bye. Have you been talking to George about this Coca-Cola thing without... What's going on? I don't know. Uh, what did you say? Because I missed it because I was putting my headphones back in. No, what, what did you say? Because he I... said, cause you said, is it Coca-Cola? Because they're the sponsor. And you went, oh, is that, that's the funny running joke that you told me about. What's I've been got, going no, on? I've got, I swear to God, been... I've got no idea. Did <laughs> you, have you re- manipulated this? <laughs> I... On my life, I have absolutely no idea what he's talking about when he says that's a foot. Well, to be honest, I've never met anyone who gets a Deliveroo and goes, I'm just going to call up someone just to catch up while I'm waiting for the Deliveroo. Because it sounds like the, the driver was on his street. It's not like it was 15 minutes away. He's like, oh, I need to go find this driver now. Yeah, he sounded like he was going to go run after the driver. <laughs> 
The driver's calling him. I, I must call Johnny before. <laughs> um, should we do an, an, an Adam and Eve it? Yeah, we'll do an Adam and Eve it. Well, there you go. Let's know a guest star. George Zack, great Greek comedian. So yeah, if, you're he into, was... if you're into Greek comedy, he's your man. He is. Uh, he was spotting Jim Jeffries in Athens recently, so he's cool. Was he? Yeah, yeah. That's fucking cool, isn't it? Yeah, it's is cool, yeah. And I was supporting Sean uh, with his uh, low self-esteem <laughs> last night, too. Um, one of these up. questions is very boring. It's favourite comedy club. Do you want to answer that? I, d- I, d- I don't... Um... I know what mine is. Do you know what yours is? I really like Top Secret. In we, haven't done the, we haven't done the theme tune. Oh, sorry, yeah, that'll do it. Adam and Eve, Adam and Eve, sponsored by Coke, win all year round. <laughs> win all year round. If we if we just keep saying we're sponsored by Coca-Cola, <laughs> eventually they might believe it. I think something we can trick them into, we can gaslight them. I think if anyone is smart enough to gaslight the Coca-Cola Corporation, it's these two chumps. <laughs> let's let's tr- this truly is a test of whether their system is foolproof. <laughs> we are fools. We are fools, <laughs> and we are we are card counters at the blackjack table of life. We certainly are. My favorite um... favorite comedy club. I genuinely love so many comedy clubs. It's hard, but I do, I've always had a. I really like playing Top Secret Comedy Club in London. Mine that's is a special room to it's perform It's amazing. In. It's really yes. nice. But I, is... I like them all, really. There's a couple I actively dislike, but I won't talk about on this pod. Me too. Mine's the I think, it's, I think it's the same one, the yeah, one that we yeah. hate. Yes. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a clue I can give, but all of them are too obvious. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <coughs> yeah. Sorry, I've got a frog in my throat. <laughs> and I'm off to the beach tomorrow. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, what... Um, yeah, I love the Stan Newcastle. It's a great I, room, that. Great, it's great, a great room. room. It's where I started. Britain is full of amazing comedy clubs. And you should check them out, listeners, because we have a rich should... tapestry of hilarious people I... who wander around this nation making people chuckle. And I you do, can be yeah. a part of that. I really think um, the British club scene is so amazing. I agree. It's so amazing. Like, it's easily on a par with anywhere else in the world. Yeah. And... It's frankly, just... it's better than Oman. <laughs> I would even say it's a it's a better system than they have in in Mali. Or you know, I, I think we've got more clubs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do. You know, I genuinely because I think sometimes circuit and club comedy gets kind of not looked down on. But I think I there agree. are there are a lot of people, certainly in our circle, who would be like, I hate the clubs. I hate playing the clubs. I always think, well, you. They're yeah, great. There's such an amazing thing to. Yeah. play and it is hard to get good at playing clubs yeah and when you finally well it, you know when you finally get all right at playing them yeah i mean i'm really a, looking forward to it it's That's gonna my be dream, great. Really. i think honestly any decade now johnny yeah if someone can please give me a 10 spot at you know any club if you were a comedy club i can mm. do a seven i've got a tight seven now i think yeah yeah i'm actually playing I'm, i should do some promo i'm playing i'm doing top secret on friday and mm-hmm. i'm doing uh Listen to so tonight. Tonight, if you're in London. Oh yeah, tonight. tonight. Come see me tonight. Tonight. Um, and my wife's coming to that gig, and I really like to not die on my ass in front of her for once. So um, heckle. So if you're going to that gig, do heckle Sean with quite mean things from the podcast. Maybe uh, shout out some like Bangladesh always wins or Coca Cola wins all summer, and he'll <laughs> get into such a quagmire trying to explain why you've 
said that that it could really ruin and derail his gig. So to be honest, I actually I'd really appreciate if you did do that because at least it would make it look like this podcast is more successful than it is. Well, people are just shouting the catchphrases from your podcast. Um, um, and then on Saturday, so tomorrow, I'm playing comedy club Haug in Rotterdam. That is a fucking good comedy club. I've never done it. That is a mate. It's purpose built. I've known the people who run it for years, Marcel and Debbie. Oh God, it's just a masterpiece. It's one of the best rooms in the world. Really? Well, I'm doing a solo show, so come to that. I don't think there's many tickets left. And I am doing the Glasgow stand. If you're in Glasgow, I'm going to stand on Saturday, so tomorrow. Another great club. Yeah, so come on down if you want to bloody have a bit of a laugh. We love comedy clubs, me and Johnny. We do. They're our favourite friends. (laughs) They're our only friends. (laughs) There are only ports in the storm that is our fucking life. That's beautiful, that. That was quite uh, poetic. Yeah. Um, so that was Adam and Eve it. Adam, Adam and Eve it. Adam, Adam and Eve it. Get back in touch with more questions next week, Adam. Uh, if your name is Adam or Eve, we will accept any questions at failingbetterpod at yeah. gmail.com. Only if your name is Adam or Eve. And we're looking for Eve. We are looking for an Eve. So but you are also Eve. allowed to claim that your name is either of those, and we will read out the podcast questions on the pod. I meant the questions. <laughs> <laughs> God. <laughs> So close to actually having three good episodes in a row here. Never, never. We cannot succeed. We are driven down by our darkest, most base desires and our inability to speak English. Yes, it is. A, these are both issues for us to, <laughs> to try and remedy by next week. I've been um, working this whole pod. <laughs> God. God. Johnny. So close. So, so well, okay. I don't, want to, I, don't need, I don't need to know the details of where you're at. Um... <laughs> that is a face that i never want to see again but i fear it will haunt my dreams for as long as i live you got ptsd from doing a podcast um well i think that's good for this a lovely friday kick kick off your weekend in style Goodbye, everyone. Uh, we'll be back next week. We'll try. We should try and get some guests. I think. I think so. I, I think we, we're back. gonna we're gonna kick up this pod into fucking high gear, and we need your help. So do spread the word if you enjoy the show. We love doing it. Um, so thank you, and we'll I'll dip into my little contact book and see who I can find. <laughs> well, we've already had George Zach. That's true. That is true. And what that's a man a great, is. As a guest, isn't it? Yeah, as a yeah. great guest. Uh, we should just see if we... I mean, to be honest, most of our guests, we just tend to <laughs> get them at, during the recordings. Um, we could do one episode where we just ha- have an open Zoom channel and then we just send nice a message idea. to like 20 people and just <laughs> see if anyone comes on. That's a really good idea. That could be a patron special, maybe. Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, that would be good. Uh, unless no one comes. That, that's why it should be in painted special. That's why, yeah, I don't want that to be public. Um, that's a, yeah, we'll figure that out. Uh, thank you so much, everyone. We love, uh, we are in love with all of you, which is yeah. a problem, which is a problem for us emotionally to deal with. But, but I'm, I believe in polyamory, and you are testing that belief. But you're worth it, Meme. <laughs> Jolly, you're you're in a hell of an erotic mood. Coca Cola um, really does win all year. <laughs> Um, so keep buying it. Keep buying Coke. <laughs> I met a guy. I met a guy uh, recently who sold Pepsi products. <laughs> or he funny. had sold Pepsi. He was a salesperson for the PepsiCo. Um, and I, I, I said, I know this is probably an obvious question, but do you guys just hate Coca Cola? And he went, Yeah, we fucking hate them. <laughs> he goes, You're not allowed anything red in the office. We hate them. <laughs> 
I really like that. I like that they yeah. still hate each other. I like that. Um, Pepsi, yeah. if you want to get in, on board with us, you got to outbid Coke. Because currently, the tagline Pepsi is thinking of going with Pepsi. If you're a fucking loser all year, idiot. Yeah, so exactly. that's a less good catchphrase, I'd say. you got to work on your catchphrases, and you got to start handing over the green. <laughs> and I'm talking about money. <laughs> Not... Marlana. But Mar- if you have any weed, Pepsi <laughs> 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 Company does wish to give us weed, we will gracefully accept. Um, Alright, I think mean, that's been uh, I think this is absolutely enough. Um, <laughs> thanks everyone, see you next week. Goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.